0: The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. And A.J. Appleton.
1: It's Sin-Shoo-Chew. It's a mouthful. All right, all right, welcome to the Fantasy
0: Six-Pack Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of fantasy 6 and writer over at so-called fantasy experts.com. On the line, hopefully, because we we're having major difficulties with Blog Talk Radio tonight, connecting via the web, we're all on the phone, is A.G. Abagarth. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, dude? How are you? Hey, pretty good. Sounds pretty good so far. Hopefully it stays that way. Dude, I have no idea. I don't know what to do about this anymore. This is now two weeks in a row we haven't been able to connect. We've had to use the phone. I even tried to use Skype, and Skype must have updated their software, and I can't find a dial pad when I'm in there. You have to type in, like, a host pin in order to connect. Yeah. I can't find the dial pad, which is super annoying. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to do about that. I'm going to have to, like, look up how to reuse Skype, apparently. So, anyway... Now that we are, you know, a few minutes in, uh sorry if anybody was actually holding on that long. I, I kinda doubt it. Um but anyway, let's get right to it. It is week sixteen, championship week. Hopefully everybody listening has made it. Uh I know I got there in three of my leagues, so that's pretty good, fifty percent. Um I'm. I got outfit by by Richard and Mr. Todd Gurley himself on on uh, on Sunday, but there wasn't just Todd Gurley. Man, he put up 180 points on me. That was pretty absurd. So. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Right. I mean, I put up like almost 140 and lost. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> So,
1: yeah, that's uh, that's uh never good
0: when you're putting up that many no. points.
1: Of course, yeah. my, uh, my luck would continue that third time is always a charm for the other person, apparently. Um, and I think two baseball leagues, yeah, two baseball leagues last year, I beat who was actually the top team, the majority, if not all year long, unless I took them over in the in the one league twice in the regular season I faced both of these guys in the regular season took both wins and then faced them in the playoffs the the one guy who I traded off taken over the lead with in baseball I ended up making that the the championship game and then he beat me in the championship um so at least I still got money out of that one and then the other one I lost in the semis and the guy had a ridiculous opening day. Um took a 100 point lead on me but I somehow managed to maintain and get right back in it. But football same damn story in in the league that I run. The guy who was on the outside looking in, I beat him in week like 11 I think. And then he had you know, he was he was not even in the playoffs until the last week. And he gets in, and had he played anyone else, you know, one of the other two teams in the semis or the uh, the opening round, he would have lost because both of them put up big points, and then he managed to play, like, the worst team. And then him and I both put up big points, and he takes me out by less than two points total. I was absolutely serious about it. I still am.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, those, the tough losses, man, that's always You always remember the tough losses. I mean, I, I know I do. It, it sucks. Um I've got a few of those stories, but for another time. Anyway, man, um you know, we had some we had some pretty big letdowns in week 15. Um you know, hopefully those of you who had some of these players uh, we're able to still squeak by because I mean, look, they're 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 good players. I don't think they're going to be down for too long. But I'll tell you, Philip Rivers is one of the reasons why I'm not, you know, in one of my finals. He, uh, he had a horrible, horrible game, uh, and it was pretty unexpected going up against Kansas City. You know, the, their defense is good, but it hasn't been that great this year. And they but they stepped up this last week and. But he had like seven points or something like that. I mean, as a quarterback, that's yeah. not what you're looking for in your semifinal matchup. Um Julio Jones kinda of disappeared again. You know, we've we've been kind of saying it for a few weeks now. Like Julio just doesn't look like Julio. I don't know if it's offensive coordinator, I don't know if it's Matt Ryan. I don't know what it is about the Atlanta offense, but they just they've got a ton of weapons and they're just not really scoring the points you expect them to, especially Julio. Like, it's just, it's just not working. So I, I don't know what to do with him. I mean, I think you've got to start him if, if you're got were able to get to the finals with him. But, yikes, you know, it's just not looking good for him. And, man, man probably worst of all, the entire Seattle Seahawks team, Russell Wilson included. But, I mean, I got, like, point nine out of – out of Jimmy Graham after getting a zero the week before. Thankfully I was on bye in that, in our league with, with him in the first week. Um, yeah. I started Richardson. He got me like 2.2 or something like that. I mean, it was pretty terrible. Um, I mean, I, w- I was actually only down. I, w- I actually was only down like maybe 15, 20 points going into the, into the four o'clock games against Richard. I had over mm-hmm. half my team still playing. So I'm sitting there thinking, Alright, I've got I've got uh Graham, I've got Djax, I've got Dez, I've got Paul Richardson, I had somebody else going. I had like five or six players still left out of nine and all Richard had and at this point it's weird to say all he had left, but all he had left was Derrick Henry. <laughs> And Todd Gurley. So he put up a 40 spot with one guy, and I didn't get 40 out of the rest of my guys combined. And I got waxed. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just watching it, and, like, I just ended up just turning off the ball. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, Todd, Todd Gurley just scored another touchdown. This is unbelievable. Uh, anyway, yeah, but yeah. This, Seattle looks awful. I don't even know. What do <laughs> you think about that, man? I it was bad.
1: Well, the, the funny thing is, so I played Alex Hamrick, a uh, friend of the show and fantasy six pack writer, um, in two leagues in In the dynasty league that, that he invited me into, and then in the fantasy six pack league. And he absolutely trounced me in the fantasy six pack league, but it was for a toilet bowl, anyways. But at that point, I was like, really you know after my team finally showed up for the first time all damn season in the first you know round of the toilet bowl playoff i was kind of excited about it um so he crushed me there but then in in the other league the dynasty league uh i had the bye so i i came off the bye and and spent the rest of my fab money on Blake Bortles started him over Tom Brady and over Nick Foles who i also picked up um He had Russell Wilson. He had Mike Evans on Monday. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else late game-wise he had here. Uh, I I think that was it. Oh, he had Greg Zerloin. Uh, And then he also had Todd Gurley. (laughs) And I I had, like, a a pretty solid lead on him going into the late game. Thanks to Melvin Gordon and Bortles and Michael Thomas showed up finally. And all I really had was Jimmy Graham and Crabtree, um, and that was it in my late games. Crab put up a nice a nice game, but Graham got me freaking point four points. Like, come on, dude! What what the hell is that? So I was freaking out after that, and and saw that Gurley put up a forty three and a half spot for him, made it made it real interesting. But you know, the difference in the game seemed to be. Uh, It was, it was probably just about what Michael Crabtree scored. So thankfully he showed up, but yeah, man, I, Seattle just looked lost. I mean, and it was in Seattle. I mean, that was the worst thing, but that's
0: probably the most shocking part.
1: You know, he, here again, it's, it's the reverse curse of, of AJ's, you know, bust pick, uh, 'Cause I called Todd Gurley oh, as the bust for this okay, week. Okay, thank you for that. It's my fault thank that he that. that he blew up and did that. Um you know, and I I was right on feeling. I'll give myself that. Brady was okay. Um but yeah, I was dead wrong on Todd Gurley. Uh and then, you know, two weeks before that uh, I picked uh, I picked Julio against Tampa Bay and <laughs> yeah. of course yeah, he, he blew up uh, in that game um, but I, I mean I, I I will say that I at least got the Julio against Tampa Bay call right just on the wrong week <laughs> so yeah you know the yeah it's I, I have a funny way of doing that oh Kareem Hunt was a bust No, nah, that was two weeks ago never mind but he blew up. He's he's finally showed up. Yeah, Actually, he, he's he's lost finally that, started...
0: that week. Yeah, too. that's what's even funnier about losing to Richard is that after the Thursday night game, I had Kareem Hunt, so I had like a thirty-nine point oh. lead after Thursday night. I'm feeling real good about things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're going. You're well, looking at a thirty-nine to nothing with one guy played. You're like, yeah, I'm guy I'm, got this. Right, I got this. No.
1: Yeah. No. I mean that no, was the, the my game... thing. With with and that, I even I mean, had we talked about rivers.
0: I had Sterling Shepard, and the, Ooh, you know, the rest of the team did nothing. I mean, Sterling Shepard, Bortles, and Kareem Hunt. You're supposed to win when you got the three of them, right? Last week, I mean, it was like a it was like a hundred and almost a hundred points between the three of them. That's how bad yeah. the rest of my team was. So I mean, anyway, so. This was nuts. Fortunately, some other guys that that didn't show up last week, but this was thanks to injuries. And this is what's making the championship week real interesting here. Is we've got a ton of injuries, and obviously highlighted by Antonio Brown. Uh, he's got like a calf tear. I mean, this sounds like they're they're talking like he might be back for the playoffs, which seems insane. Mm. I don't. I'm not a doctor, but that sounds crazy. <laughs> Um, unless he flies out out.
1: to wherever To lives now and has his hyperbolic chamber and decides to sleep and live in that thing for the next couple of weeks. I I don't know. I don't know if I see him coming back in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I'm not seeing it either. Um, you know, Marquise Lee went out and got, got people at big fat zero on their teams. Um, Burkhead went out. You know he did okay, but he wasn't. He wasn't what he had been doing. Um, Devontae Adams got knocked out. Now, I want to say Devonte Adams scored before he left. So yeah, he had a pretty decent game. Yeah, he he had like five for fifty and a touchdown before he left. So it wasn't like a total dud, yeah. but man. It was, like, real early when he got knocked out. And you're thinking, all right, like, this this is going to be a good game, right? And then he got mm-hmm. knocked out. And it was still a good game. Like, you look at the end score and you're thinking, yeah, 15 points, fine. But, you know, it could have been a monster day for him. Um, Deshaun Jackson went out with an injury. Keenan Allen went out with an injury. Now, he's he's looking pretty good for this week. But, you know, he got knocked out pretty early. Uh, Macklin left with an injury. I mean, there's just a lot of guys that got knocked out. Plus, with all the the duds from your studs, man, like it was a weird week. But yet it was so high scoring, very yeah. very high scoring because a lot of the guys like Gurley's and Hunts and you know people were streaming Bortles, you know, and Foles and guys like that, you know, yeah. putting a big 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 time points. It just kind of luck of the draw if you if you have some of these guys get injured on you and you know I know a bunch of people that got knocked out cuz they had Antonio Brown um and uh, you know guy was like one that. of them so it's
1: pretty, yeah it's pretty <laughs> brutal that that league and it was you know both both <clears throat> me and the other guys same thing as as the reverse you know the first week of the playoffs where he lucked out playing you know the other guy or the the only guy he could have beaten, you know, had I been playing – well, actually, no. The other guy came back and and had the the two top – the two winners had – he beat me 168.9 to 167.6. The other guy won 168.8 to 158.6. I mean, those are pretty high scores to go off. I mean, I know there was definitely more – other scores that were higher than that somewhere. But, I mean, if I would have – this is how screwed up it is. Antonio Brown got me three points. If I would have played, of all people, Jordy Nelson, who got me on my bench four and a half points, I would have won. And and I almost benched Brown, almost benched him, just because I thought that it was going to be more of a bell game and and that they were going to,
0: you know, start.
1: No, I I couldn't. There's no way. If he would have blown up, and that guy would have given me so much shit about it if I did because of, (laughs) Of you know, how much I talked about, you know, how good Brown was and, you know, the the BS running backs he was trying to offer me for him, I I had no interest in. Um, But, yeah, I mean, after the first day, he had Rivers, Gordon, and Hunt and he had, like, an 80-point lead on me. All I had was Lions defense. Uh, I was like, what is this? So, yeah, I don't want to keep dwelling on it. But, I mean, the the injury... (laughs) You are are bitter for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because I should be in the championship. D.D. Westbrook and his 3.8 points killed me, and we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get into the waivers.
0: So... A little bit of strategy about this week. Keenan I Allen, we're looking at team, Macklin. A little bit different. What's that? What?
1: What about Macklin? Macklin? Oh, I was just saying, you know, these are just the other guys that we're looking at that were injured. I mean, I, I think, yeah. obviously, Brown and Adams and Burke had well, and, and Allen were probably heavily used. Um, that sucks. So, anyway, enough about letdowns. Let's move on. Yeah, to,
0: uh, so championships. A, a little bit here. of str- yeah, a, a little bit of strategy. I want to talk uh, as we enter championship weekend here. You know, in my opinion, and, and I wrote I wrote about this because cause I I did the drop article this week in um, substitution for Jonathan, who usually does it. Um, he couldn't get around to it this. He's traveling this week, so, so I subbed for him, and I wrote a little bit about this in that article. In that. You're no longer holding on to anybody who has stashing value, like there's no reason to be like, "Oh, this guy's gonna could potentially be good in like a week or two if so and so gets injured or you know something like that well, there's no need for that anymore like those guys aren't playing time to get rid of them you know like like time to time to dump the Marlin Max, you know like those guys that you're just hoping for, like, a like maybe the coaching staff just finally makes the switch or the, the starter gets injured, there's no need to hold those guys anymore. And, honestly, there's really no reason to hold your handcuffs anymore. As long as your guy isn't, like, questionable throughout the week, there's no need to hang on to those guys. Time to drop all of those guys and pick up guys who have high upside that your opponent could possibly pick up and use against you if he has, like, a mediocre flex or something like that. You know, um, pick up all the good defense. If you have nothing else to pick up, just pick up all the good defenses, and hope that your guy, hope that your opponent does not have a good defense to start. Um, You know, if he, if your opponent has a questionable starter, pick up his handcuff. Time to roster block, is what I like to call it. Um, This is the only week. I will say absolutely do it because, you know, I I, I get questions about the season like, oh, my opponent has so-and-so. Should I pick up so-and-so, you know, to make sure that he doesn't get him? Like, well, wait, uh, I don't mind the idea, but who are you dropping in order to do it? Well, I'd be dropping yeah. this player who has value, you know, come three weeks from now. Well, then, no. Like, I'm not blowing up the rest of my season to pick up somebody who is just going to be used as a block. This week, though, yes, absolutely do it. So a little bit of strategy. I mean, is that something you follow? Because I absolutely do, and I've done it in all three of the leagues I'm in the finals in.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tough because the only league I'm in the finals in is this dynasty league. So we already have huge benches, um, and I don't necessarily want to drop future talent that I could have. But yeah, there are some borderline guys that's like you know, like an extra IDP. If you set your IDPs, you're like, all right, well these three guys are the ones I'm using. I'm good. You can drop that dead weight. I mean, definitely would go for yep. it there. Um
0: well I mean I wouldn't be dropping you know, now 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 before you move on. Don't drop somebody that your opponent is gonna pick up and use. Like you know, don't get stupid. exactly Don't just drop people you're gonna not say. gonna start. You know, but yeah, yeah. Drop anybody sure. who's just kind of like meh. You know. Well, and that's just it. And also, even if
1: you're if you're not in the championship, you know, depending on your league, if it if you have something where you're playing for third place prize, obviously you want to kind of follow the same strategy, but it's a little tougher there because you don't want to drop someone that you know, that benefits one of those top two teams playing for the championship. Either. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, you kind of, you don't want to like gift them, a uh, you know, uh, I don't even know who, who would be a potential drop like, uh, you know, a Greg Olson. Okay. Whatever. He had one good game so far and, and you've got, you know, Ertz or, or you're like trying to bank on Ricky seals Jones, you know, as a playing against the giants because the giants <laughs> are horrendous. Like that's kind of the thing where it's like, well, you you still don't want to gift horse, you know, these other guys. Um, and, and even if you're out of yeah, it, if you're out of it, agree. don't make any moves. Like just don't there's, do there's anything. no point if you're in one of these consolation ladders and you, you don't have a toilet bowl prize or like incentive. Just you're done.
0: It, just the season. You're stop, done. All right. Just stop paying
1: attention. Click you know. back in on it. Uh, and, uh, after Monday's games. And honestly, in my opinion, and and I I wish there was...
0: Yeah, and in my opinion, if you are in one of these leagues that has a consolation bracket, let the championship bracket people do their waivers, and then you can go pick up the scraps. Don't mess with everybody else's stuff. But I get it, though. That's hard to do, and I, I wish there was a way to, like, You know, like ESPN leagues, that's what we use. I wish there was a way to like block people from doing waivers, who weren't in the championship games, Um, and then maybe open it up later. Be like, all right, now go do your thing. But you know, like first come for you know, first run of waivers should be to the championship guys. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're pretty much in agreement there. So, you know, we we spoke a little bit about injuries. Let's just hit up the rest here. Some guys that you're going to be wanting to pay attention to their statuses for um, this week. Obviously, uh, you know we talked about Antonio Brown, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's back on the IR after one week. Packers got uh, Packers got knocked out of the playoffs. He took a few too many hits. He's really sore, and so the coaching staff wisely, I'm in my opinion said, all right, you're done. Our season's done. You're done. We're not going to risk you getting hurt again and then risk next week. Um, let see here. So we talked about Adams, Marquis Lee. We got, oh, Leonard Fournette missed week 15, which pissed me off, but um, he is on track to play this week. He's practiced already this week, so that's good news for him. Uh, Hunter Henry is out for the season with a lacerated kidney. I don't know why, but the the word the word lacerate it just sounds awful. And it's just, I mean, I know it is awful, but yeah, man, it's
1: one of those it's, can't words be that's basically its own. Uh, I can't remember if it's hyperbole or onomatopoeia. I think that that's like the like boom, you know, whatever. It's like a word that you know what it is as soon as you hear it, and it's like ugh.
0: That's one of the yeah. One, so. Uh so we talked about Burkehead. He's sidelined with a knee sprain. It'd be pretty shocking if he played. Uh Chris Hogan. He missed week fifteen and I mean he's practicing, but I mean there's no guarantee he plays um this week either. So that's that's one you gotta keep an eye on. And and honestly I don't know if you can trust him. I mean, it doesn't sound like he's really right and I'd probably leave him on my bench if I had better you know, any other options. Um O.J. Howard uh, injured his foot Monday night. He actually got placed on the IR. Um, Kerwin Williams injured his quad in week 15. He's questionable to play, probably more on the doubtful side at this point. Um, Kevin Coleman missed week 15. I haven't gotten a status from him today. I didn't find it for some reason. Um, But, you know, I'm – I'm thinking he'll be good to go in week 16. I mean, he missed a week. You know, it's usually all you need unless it's, like, your second or third concussion, Um, which is what's happening to Devontae Adams. He is definitely out this week. So, um, you know, do not use him. In fact, drop him. You don't need him unless it's a keeper league type of thing. Um, Joe Mixon, speaking of concussions, missed his second game last week, but he's practicing and probably on track to play. I don't love – Using him this week. I mean, uh, look, I may have to one of my leagues because it's either him or Jamal Williams, and I'm not loving the Jamal Williams matchup. But, uh, you know, Giovanni Bernard's been, and so I I kind of think this is going to go back to a split backfield with him. Theo Riddick is questionable with a a wrist injury, but he's been practicing, so it sounds like he's going to be good. And Emmanuel Sanders is day to day with an ankle, um, so keep an eye out for him. I think that's pretty much all the big ones. So, now, there's a bunch of other little ones, but, you know, we're just trying to keep it to the fantasy-relevant guys for now. Oh, and, of course, big news, Ezekiel Elliott is back. So, oh, yeah. talking about guys to drop, it is officially okay to drop Alfred Morris and... I'd be okay holding Rod Smith, but I'm not using him unless it's a really deep leak or something like that. So, um, but Zeke is back, and he's going to be the guy. He's going to be fresh, and he'll probably have a big week just because of that. Um, so waiver wire grabs. You know, guy, you know, we've talked about some guys that you can drop and the, type, the types of players you can drop. Now, who can you pick up? Uh, You know, we've mentioned it before, Bortles and Foles are clearly two quarterbacks that you can take, um, possibly block with if you don't already have them. Uh, I I would imagine in most leagues that, you know, people are in the playoffs, these quarterbacks are owned. Um, They are in every league I'm in, so it would be pretty shocking. But the ownership is low, but I think that's just a – Product of the the number of teams still alive at this point, and the, you know that's kind of it. You know, you may have you, know, you may have Russell Wilson. In that case, you're not picking up Bortles. Whatever. Um, there's really no running backs. You know, Kevin. I was looking at Kevin's article. You know, he kind of writes Gallman, Peyton Barber, T.J. Yeldon. Those guys. Uh, I mean, if you're in the championship game, you're not using these guys. I mean, you, you've you've likely got better options than these three, but you know, deeper leagues, I guess if you're really stretching for somebody, go ahead. Uh, So wide receivers though, there are definitely some wide receivers you can pick up. Now some of these guys are a little higher owned, but I was shocked to find them available in a couple of these guys available in the majority of my leagues. Um, Keelan Cole is a, Big, big, big must pick up. And, in fact, I'm almost going to go out on a limb and say he's almost a must start. Uh, he's right there on that wide receiver three territory for me. So, it's it's really close with him. I mean, he had a monster game. And with Marquise Lee out, um, looks like Cole is going to be a huge part of that offense. Uh, Randall Cobb is going to get a big upgrade this week. You know, it, Look, it is Minnesota, and that's tough. Um, but, you know, he, he's not going to have their star corner and um, Xavier Rhodes on him because he relies on in the slot a lot. Rhodes is going to cover Jordy, you know, which pretty much means Jordy's done. Never, do not use Jordy. In fact, I mentioned in the drop article, you can drop Jordy. Don't even worry about it. Um, but Cobb could be, you know, somebody you could rely on. You know, look, Green Bay's got to throw the ball to somebody, right? Why not be, Why not be Randall Cobb? Um, especially in PPR League, man. He could just rack up a bunch of, like, points and catching the ball. You know, he might go, like, eight for 12 easy points from Randall Cobb. Um, Mike Wallace has been playing well. You could pick him up. And then, of course, Martavis Bryant looks like he wants to play football again. And especially with Antonio Brown out, um, you know, you could definitely look at him as somebody to pick up. And in sliding your lineup, I I know I did in one league. Um, it's it's kind of a toss up between him and I forget the other guy that I've got on my bench, but I'm I'm leaning toward Bryant in that league just because, you know, Big Ben, you know, and him had a you know pretty good chemistry once Antonio Brown went out of the game last week, so I'm hoping for some more. Uh, And then a tight end, really the only guy that I think you can even remotely look at is Eric Ebron. I don't think there's a whole lot of other tight ends out there that are available in leagues that you're going to be wanting to trust. You know, Ebron's just strangely looking like he's involved with his offense late. You know, I liked him before the season started. He's been highly disappointing all season long until the last few weeks here. So, you know, if you're desperate, go ahead and use Ebron, I think. You got anybody else that you had yeah. or? Um,
1: yeah, a couple, a couple like random things to look at too. If you're in a keeper league and you keep multiple guys, one thing to look at is some of these injuries <laughs> like a Dalvin cook or, you know, a David Johnson, if he's still sitting out there, uh, or if the people just, you know, kept them and then got rid of them because they got tired of waiting on them. um, you know, Julian Edelman seems to be a popular pickup. Odell Beckham. Um, you know, these are these are all guys that were that were sitting out there in my my ten team keeper league. Now it's only a one keeper, um, and I'm, I'm just like paging through because I was like, oh well, all right, well I'm I'm fighting for the toilet bowl win there, um, and. I'm looking at all these pickups. I'm like, man, that guy was on my watch list. That guy was on my watch list. That guy was on my watch list. And now they're all gone because everybody's gone back through and, and already snaked them. But, you know, that's something to keep an eye on. Um, another interesting thing is I just saw, and and we must have missed it and not talked about it last week, but Kenny Britt signed with New England. Um,
0: no, he was I was only I didn't
1: on, care. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's like they really signed him because of the all. Hogan injury, um, and you know if Hogan's out again, maybe he'll he'll be a little more up to speed this week. But I think he was only on the field for like two of sixty snaps or something. So it's like a a Dwayne Allen all over again. Um, but you know it, stuff like that. I mean you you got to just kind of look at at some of these guys and. Think who are who are we gonna definitely use this week, and who is someone that you could use in the future? So,
0: yeah, worth no, I agree. Sure. So, so speaking of guys that you want to use this week, you know, we talked about these waiver wire ads. You know, you got guys like Keelan Cole, um, Mike Wallace, Eric Ebron. Are these guys that you're like, you know, actually going to be considering using, or, or not considering? I, don't, I want to be more definite here. Are you going to use Keelan Cole over, say, a disappointing? Let's just say it. Doug Baldwin's been kind of bleh. You know, like, are you going to use a Keelan Cole over, like, a Doug Baldwin? Somebody like that? Yeah, I think I might. Um,
1: I mean, I picked up Cole in a couple of leagues, and and me and and Kevin Huo were facing off in that dynasty league, and we've been the top two league teams, you know, pretty much all season. I picked Cole up, and and I want to try to use him. I mean, it's tough because I have I think I have a place for him with Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Michael Crabtree, and Alshon Jeffrey as my two receivers and two flex spots. So. That league, I don't think I'll end up fitting him in there. Um, But, uh, yeah, over a Baldwin or or even, you know, I'm trying to think of some of these other receivers. What about, like, the
0: Marius Thomas? (sighs) Yeah, I think I'll use him over
1: him too, man. And that hurts to say because I love DT. But, I mean, Colt, uh, you take away the one – ridiculous, you know, catch that he had last week. I mean, he's still over 100 yards. Um, you know, he he had seven receptions last week, which is basically, you know, a little more than double what he had, you know, each of the two weeks before that against Seattle and against Indy. Um, but he's got a touchdown three straight weeks now. His points have gone up and yardage and has gone up Portals is just playing out of his mind right now. So yeah, yeah. Cole, I do like. Uh, Ebron, I liked. Uh, he's another picked up in, in fighting for toilet bowl. I've got Jack Doyle, though. Ooh.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. That that really is a tough and one. I don't know, man. That's That really is a tough one. Um. So like you know, so would would you be willing to start somebody hot like Bortles over a? What about what about like Kirk Cousins? So we talked about this last week. You know, um, I actually did do that move, but you know, are we yeah. still rolling with 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 that like a Bortles and a fold? Yeah over like a Kurt Cousins or or you know would you do it over a Matt Ryan? Yeah, that's probably a better one that. I have. mean, that's
1: that that's going to be an interesting game. Uh that that Saints Falcons game or Falcons at Saints. Um but yeah, I I think I would play him over Ryan. Definitely. I'd play either of those two guys over Matt Ryan. Uh I'd play them and probably will play them against whoa over Tom Brady. Um, you know, Brady was my my bust last week, and I was dead on with that. I mean, Gronk was a, a monster in the second half, but that's that's all Brady had were those yards to Gronk. I mean, yep. he didn't have any touchdowns. You know, that game should have gone the other way. I'm, I'm, we haven't even talked about that, but that's been so drawn out. Bottom oh my line, God, yeah. they made the right call, you know, based on what the rule is. The guy didn't the catch the ball. Sucks. It's a it's a shitty rule. So Dude, the you got to change awful. that rule. The only way to get around that is change that rule. But the NFL got it right. So sorry, Steelers Nation, but your guy didn't catch the ball. Um, you know, according to the rules. So the one, uh, the other thing I heard about that was somebody was saying, oh, well, he made a football move after he got the initial possession. He made a football move and then the ground caused the fumble. So it's like two mm-hmm. different ways to look at I it. If and you, it's like, I don't know.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, anyway. I don't know. So, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, I. it's very hard to Bench a Tom Brady or or bench a Drew Brees. I played Bortles over Brees last week, and that negative two point loss that I had, or under two point loss, uh, and I'm glad I did. The guy was giving me huge credit for it. He's like, "Yo, props for that. You know, that was a good call." And you know, I'm sure it was a bitter pill to swallow. I said, mm, "Yes and no." I said, "Brees has sucked in the fantasy playoffs the past couple of years, and he's burned me in in multiple yeah. leagues." So. I I didn't have that big of a heartburn doing it, um, you know. But that was that was the first thing I was watching was the the two you know my bench score and and my you know starting score with Bortles and Breeze depending on what was what and you know Breeze could have had a better game if Michael Thomas didn't get two touchdowns called back. Um, he could have had a Todd Gurley esque game if he got both of those touchdowns. Uh, but I mean, it's, you, you want to start those guys that you took early in your drafts. You want to go through and do that, but it's, it's a hard decision to make, you know, uh, this time of year with, with, with so much on the line with the championship and, you know, depending on if you're in a big money league or a small money league, I mean, obviously you want to win, you know, not only is it, you know, the monetary reason, but it's bragging rights. I mean, who wants to go into the championship game and say, yeah, you know, whatever. I had a good season. I'm okay with however, whichever way my team comes out of this game. Nobody, nobody at all wants to do that. Unless they're just some like schlep person who decided, Hey, I'm going to try fantasy football this year. I don't know anything about it, but you know, I'm pretty proud of my team. No, even that person is like, yeah, screw it. I, I did really well. This is the first time I did it. You know, I lucked out. I want to win it and prove to myself that I can do Mm -hmm. it. But then, you know, the the mind, mind games start and, and you, the second guessing starts and you just got to be confident with whoever you end up going with and, and just make the call and let it go. And, you know, you're, you're riding, riding and dying with those guys. So, if you can manage a, a Blake Bortles who's playing out of his mind the last couple weeks against a a San Francisco team who's suddenly looking fairly good but you know relatively speaking i guess so oof you they got do, that. They you do got get falls against careful there yeah i mean you get you get falls against Oakland um you know it, at home so there there's a lot of a lot of guys that I'm looking at and and wondering how can I try to fit these guys in but if you don't have room you don't have room it's hard it's hard
0: um so yeah I mean let's let's get right to it man let's make our calls for the week here um yeah I week 16 high scoring low scoring game I'll, I'll start it off um i got Seahawks and Cowboys i think with with Zeke coming back the Seahawks defense kind of reeling um i mean i i, I don't think Zeke's going to have a game like Gurley did but you know i think he's going to he's going to be back and just trying to like really just stick it to the, to everybody um he's probably pretty pissed about the suspension um you know, the Seahawks offense, I think, is going to just come out on fire on on all cylinders to make up for last week. So I I just have a feeling this is going to be a pretty high scoring game here. Um, and then my low scoring game, I'm I'm going Giants and Cards. Um, I mean, I I, I I was kidding with you over the, over the weekend. I, you know, saw Eli, Manny just kind of taking it to the Eagles on, on Sunday and and sent you the uh the link to that three dog three dog night <laughs> song, uh Eli Eli's Coming. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> just think it was funny. Um but you know, look, it's, it's the Giants, they're bad man. I just don't see that, that happening again. And then the Cardinals eh, That that offense, man, it's just bad. I mean so this could be. I mean, look, neither defense is all that great, but I don't think the offenses can really make it. You know, very high scoring. So I'm kind of shying away from from that as much as I can. Yeah, I
1: I uh, I love the clip, and then I mean, I was unfortunately I I did not was not able to get the Eagles game on here, so I was just watching it on my you know, my little ticker, you know, uh, fantasy cast or whatever. And I was like, what What the hell is going on? Eli is, like, out of his, you know, gourd right now playing. It's like he never missed a beat. Yeah. And it was like they were running on some, like, you know, yeah, whatever, nine-win team right now and never had anything to look back on. But, yeah, my, uh, my game's here. I'm, I'm looking – at that Falcons and Saints game. I think that's going to be my highest scoring game. Um, you know, Falcons need to win this game to keep their playoff hope, you know, alive. Um, and I mean, the saints, we talked about pretty going to be, you know, managing the game. He's still going to be good. um, uh, I do like Thomas in this game. He's finally kind of showed up here towards the end of the season. I mean, he's had a good season. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but the touchdowns just weren't there, and and now they're starting to come back. So uh, I like seeing that going his way. I think he's still going to have you know a solid outing as well, um, and and we know what uh, Kamara and and Ingram can do. So. You know, I, I just think I think this is going to be another solid game, uh, lowest scoring game. This was kind of easy for me, and maybe took the one you were thinking, but Browns and Browns at Bears. Um, both teams have just been absolutely atrocious this year. I mean, the Browns have shown, you know, some signs of life with Josh Gordon coming back, but he's not. He was another letdown last week um, that we we didn't mention earlier, but. You know, he only ended up with five or six points or something like that. I can't remember what the final was, but he got shut down. Um, and and kudos to Baltimore for for picking up and and you know keeping him shut down. Um, mm-hmm. The Bears have just been an absolute mess as it is too. I, I I'm actually picking Cleveland to win this game. I think that that this could be a game for them to go in and you know make some noise and and. Put the bears in their place I think the bears have been playing a little better too you know it's it's more of like a pride thing with both of these teams they're just they're fighting they're showing that they have something to to put out on the field but they're just not getting the wins so well, we'll see what happens but I think that one could be just a, a straight up dog fight
0: yeah um i ho- I hope I hope you're right about lowest scoring game because I I do have uh, a little bit of interest in that one. I'll explain a little later. Um, yeah, but I mean anyway, my sleep my um, sleepers and stuff. Start with my sleepers. I'm going Joe Flacco, man. Like I gotta give it to him. He's been playing so much better lately than I could have ever imagined him playing. Um, I mean, he was clearly looking like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL for the first two thirds of the season here um or three quarters of the season really i guess um and you know the last few weeks you look pretty good um gets an indie team that is definitely you know easy to to score on and you know kind of do whatever you want against so uh, I like flacco um my my sleeper running back, I, I kind of like Duke Johnson a little bit. Um, I mean, you know, we've mentioned all year long. Like, it, it's hard to pick some sleeper running backs because the guys low, low, lower down the list just don't get the just don't get the usage. So, you know, unless there's an injury or, or something weird like that, like that's what you're looking at. But Duke Johnson always seems to be kind of ranked in that like flex running back four range, and it's like I get it. But especially if it's a PPR league, like it could easily be, you know, a good day for him. You know, you're you're looking easily at like a 15 point game out of Duke Johnson if he if he can get in the end zone. So, uh, I like him to be able to do that against the Bears. Um, and my receivers, I alluded to this earlier. I like Randall Cobb this week. Just, I think, you know, Xavier Rhodes, like I said, isn't going to be covering him, and they're going to be able to. They're going to have to throw the ball to somebody. Hunley's going to have to throw the ball to somebody and he doesn't like Jordy. Jordy's going to get roads on him and it's going to be Geronimo Allison and Ramakop. So that's what I'm going with there. Who you got? Yeah, my sleepers, uh,
1: going back to the well that we, we've dipped in many times this season, um, with Mr. Tyrod Taylor. Um, didn't
0: have a great
1: game against New England the first go round. Um, I don't believe at least look at that real quick. But yeah, no, he did not at all. Uh, nine for eighteen and only sixty five yards with an interception. Uh, they got trounced in that game, twenty three to three. But Buffalo is going to be all over Gronk in this game because of that. You know, people's elbow or whatever it was that he dropped on the guy. So, you know, Tyron had an awesome game last week. Um, I, I just like what he can put out on the field, and and we've seen New England be susceptible to quarterbacks in the past. So, I like him. Uh, Riddick, I, I like if he plays, and it sounds like he will. Um, Cincinnati's just terrible against opposing running backs. So.
0: The I just think All that their that linebackers are hurt. Literally every single yeah. one of their linebackers is injured. So, yeah, that's a so, great call.
1: Yeah, I love Riddick in this game. If he's healthy, um, you know, and and if not, I mean, maybe Abdullah gets back in a little bit to the good graces of uh, – Oh,
0: gross. Dude, uh, he was he was perfect. on my drop list. He's done.
1: Yeah. If it's not Riddick, yeah, it's T.M.
0: Green. Do not use Riddick. Yeah, do not use yeah that's true.
1: Yeah, Green's the other guy I like, too, so – I just like any anybody that's running the ball for Detroit, whoever it is. <laughs>
0: um, Which is weird receiver, to say they don't, they don't run the ball very well. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, receiver, I'm going Nelson Aguilar. Um, he, he's been pretty good the majority of the season, you know, and, and I was dead wrong on him to start the season because he had never proved anything. But, you know, he's definitely played well. Um, Oakland is – they're kind of you know mid-range, not not the easiest against the pass, um, or uh, against opposing receivers. Sorry, but the la- in the last three weeks they haven't given up a touchdown to Dallas, Kansas City, and the Giants. Um, but before that, you know they they went on a string of giving up touchdowns, you know every game. So I think Foles is going to play well, and I think he's going to be looking to Aguilar. Um, you know, along with Jeffrey and, and Ertz. I mean, their running game is, is kind of whatever. It's, it seems like it's more of a pass-first offense now. So, That's my sleepers. Who you got for bust?
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, so my bust here, I'm going with Jared Goff. Um, I mean, like the Rams are, are rolling right now, but it's honestly not really because of Goff. I mean, Gurley's been kind of carrying them. Um, I know Tennessee is a good matchup, but this could also be the type of thing where the Rams just go up big again and just totally stifle the the Titans' offense, and there's really no read for reason for golf to air it out. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's more it's more uh, game flow than anything. Um, running back's going to be Lynch. Uh, sucks for me to say because I'm probably going to have to use him in my in my dynasty league. I just don't have that great of options behind him. Uh, but, I mean, Philly's probably just going to just steamroll Oakland in this game and Lynch is going to get taken out pretty quickly. You know, the only thing I can hope for is that Oakland goes down the field kind of early and Lynch stumbles into the end zone to kind of salvage yeah. a decent game. Uh other if that doesn't happen though I have a feeling you're looking at definitely a single digit performance at a lynch and that's not what you're looking for in the in the finals. And then for bus, I'm going Crowder, Jameson Crowder mentioned it before last week. Dude, the Redskins are just kind of miserable. Uh they looked halfway decent last week, but this I mean they should have they should have crushed Arizona and they only won by five. Uh I mean just it's really nobody's fault. Everybody's just kind of injured. I think they're still a good team. Everybody's going to dog them because the record sucks and things like that. But, I mean, when you don't have a single starter from the beginning of the season healthy right now in your offensive line, they might have one. I mean, what are you, you going to do? Kirk Cousins is literally just back there going, hike, oh shit, and throwing the ball. Um, and it's just going nowhere. So Crowder is not my favorite play this week, especially against Denver who
1: looking like
0: they're kind of starting to turn it around again on defense. The uh, last couple of weeks have been at least, you know, respectable again after getting kind of run over for a while there. Yeah. Um, my defense and I know, you know, you mentioned, and, and I kind of knew this, they're a little bit on the higher end of being owned right now. Um, probably because of the fact that waivers has run in the majority of Yahoo and ESPN leagues right now. Um, but if the Chicago bears are at all out there, you have to go get them. Um, they are playing Cleveland who refuses to take the Sean Kaiser out. And as you saw last week, the Kaiser just thrown it straight to the other team multiple times. So the bears are a decent defense. And, she, and Cleveland's just miserable on offense, so I'm I'm looking for for the Bears to really, you know, rack up the the uh, the points here this week, especially off turnovers. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I uh, had to throw that in there because I got got some shit earlier in the year for picking a, a higher owned defense, but no, I mean, if they're there, you definitely want to go get them. I mean. I don't know much. I mean, there there's a handful of good defenses to play this week, but that's just a gimme. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Redskins for my defense. I'll backtrack and do my sleepers or my bus after. But I picked the Redskins. You know, I I just think that Denver's offense still isn't great. Um, oh. I mean, this was a, a borderline pick for me for worst game um, just because I don't you know, I, I think cousins and, and Crowder and you know uh and that offense is just gonna sputter and you know, p P Ryan is
0: is even questionable well, p- right Ryan, now. Yep. Yeah, he left but today's that, practice with a, I was just gonna he, I was gonna say that he, yeah. he left today's practice with like a groin injury I think. So that's not good. He never liked those midweek, late week injuries.
1: No, definitely not. Um but yeah it was a uh, it was a groin so and it was early in practice. So he may come back, but if not, you know, I just there's just nothing to like against this offense or from this offense, so I think you got to look at the defense and see if they can put something together. Um, busts, I'm looking at, uh, I know this is your highest scoring game, but I'm going Dak Prescott. Um, like you said, with Zeke coming back and just seeing what, Gurley did against this defense this week. I agree, they're going to step up and they're going to play better. Uh, I'm Want to look like a complete garbage, you know, high school team again? But I just don't. I don't see Dak having a great game here. Um, so uh, he'll be okay, but I, I just I wouldn't be trusting him in my championship game. Put it that way. Um, Jordan Howard just going back to that Browns bears game again, I think, uh, you know, there's not much to like with this game, you know, aside from the defenses, maybe Um, I I just think Howard could, could get shut down, you know, and they don't really have much to play for. So I don't know if, you know, if it does for some reason, get out of hand and the, you know, the, the Browns start putting up big points, which I don't see happening, but, I just don't think they'll keep Howard in. I think it'll be more of a, a Cohen game at that point. And uh, I'm actually going Marvin Jones um, for my receiver. Um, again I, oh, I, I hope, I hope you're wrong there. <laughs> well, I need to go off. It's happened before. <laughs> it's happened before. Yes. So. Please let this be um, one of your reverse <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, I mean, since he's been really good against opposing receivers, um and not against the run, so I, I think you know this I could be, be a bit of it I
0: <laughs> Bring Bring back. I, <laughs> <to be shot? laughs>
1: um, I, I think this could be one of those games where you know Jones gets gets shut down a little bit. I I would think Golden Tate would get shut down more, but. You know, Jones has been so
0: hot, I'm I'm gonna just I have both of them in, the needle in there. finals. I need I need both of them to go off. So no. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> Tate crushed me last week. So did Fournette's injury. But uh you know. Yeah. And, uh, and the fact that Matt Ryan sucks and um you know any I, I could have gotten thirty points out of Wentz had he played, but said I use Matt Ryan. So that sucks. Anyway, man, um, so we have one Twitter question I want to ask you. It's actually a really good one. I Like, I didn't really know how to answer it. Um, it's it's real close to my book. Um, tight ends this week in PPR. You go on Greg Olson, Evan Ingram, or Delaney Walker? Oof. How do you have uh, that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just ridiculous to begin with. Um, crazy. I I think.
0: Oh man,
1: I think I I would go Ingram Olson Walker. So I'm
0: actually
1: I, I and I'm be in the first two.
0: <laughs> you got I'm Walker I'm actually first. more on Walker. Yeah, I think he's safer. Um I'm still kind of worried about Olsen. Um just because of you know, I mean, yeah, he had his one blow up game. Green Bay sucks on defense. We know that. So um yeah. you Walker's safe, he's gonna get targets. Um, so I, I like him and he's just always kind of afraid like Ingram and Eli just kinda of disappear. It happens far too often. You know, Walker's Walker's is always that kind of reliable like yeah, I'm probably gonna get ten, twelve points out of out of Walker. Right? Like this is what you're gonna yeah. get. And that's that's fine. As for a tight end, you're good with that. <laughs> um so I'm going Walker, but really, though, like, there's no long answer. I mean, I do have Walker three. I think I have Olsen four and Ingram five, or it might be four uh, four, five with Ingram Olsen. I forget, but it's like they're they're like bam, bam, bam in my rankings. So I'm like, and I even told the guy that who asked, and I'm like, really? Dude, (laughs) he jokes. He goes, well, apparently I got to pull out a, a bottle of bourbon and a and a, a paradise. I'm like have fun <laughs> <laughs> Yeah exactly so, oh, sounds yeah. Like a Halfway answer through the bottle thoughts. of bourbon so, He's like wait what, what was I doing again <laughs> What was I doing yeah So yeah I mean, um, So that's it for the show Good luck everybody in the finals In your third place matchups In your toilet bowls whatever you're in um, We probably Will not do a show next week But we'll be back after the new year Um, with some season recap stuff, and and then we'll start kicking into baseball later in January and February and stuff. So, um, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody, and uh, Happy New Year, and we will see you all next year. Sounds good. Happy Holidays.
1: Enjoy the championships.